Hi guys, welcome to season three. It is all about real food. I am so excited to be back in the saddle and behind the mic and sitting down chatting with you. I've missed it. Today's episode, well, it's simply called the name of the podcast. Simple doesn't mean easy. And we're going to talk about why that is okay. I'm Michelle Visser, author of Sweet Maple and creator of the blog and YouTube channel Solely Rested, because sometimes the only rest you can find is in your soul. Welcome back to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast, where we talk about how to simplify our lives in the midst of modern day life, one step at a time. Let's do this together. Okay, so like I said, we're starting season three. It was in the beginning, I think it was, was it 20 episodes that I just randomly started chatting with you guys about all kinds of topics related to simple living. Um, in fact, the very first one, if you've been maybe following me on for any length of time at all, that very first one, I just kind of chocked full with, now when I think about it, kind of embarrassing <laughs> facts about me that I thought, well, nobody knows this and it's about time everybody knows the real me because somehow people get confused and think I'm not the real me. <laughs> anyway, so those 20 episodes are fun ones. I had a lot of fun recording, but they weren't focused on a certain theme per se. And then we jumped in to something I never honestly thought I would be doing a recorded podcast season all about, but it was a ton of fun. And after I had, I had just planned on doing a couple episodes about this and there was so much response and so many questions people had that I thought, well, there's definitely enough content here to do a whole season about this. So it was, um, all about online content creation and being successful with that. So if you missed that, you can pop back and listen to all of those as well. One reason I decided to try and do this season idea is I thought it would be nice and easy for you to find the content you're interested in and things would flow a little better. We'll see. I also kind of miss just jumping around and talking about what's on my mind. So, but for now I'm excited about the second season. Um, Oh, that first season. Also, if you want to know more, go to solelyrested.com slash create, where I give you a totally free, um, pretty in-depth four-day mini course that's full of 12 tips for growing your online reach. Whether you just want to be able to sell your handcrafted goods online, or whether you just want to let people in your neighborhood know about your farm and the fact that you sell eggs, or maybe you want to be a blogger and earn some affiliate income. Or maybe you actually have, you know, a small business, a brick and mortar little business in town. My husband has a, a garage, an auto shop here in town, so I can totally relate to that. Whatever the situation might be, a lot of people really need to know how to create good online content today that will help people find you. So if you're interested in that, go check out that season. Okay. Um, So I really, my real passion, and when I started this blog, what I thought I'd probably be talking about the most is what we're going deep into this season, because I absolutely love inspiring people to try some aspect of real food that seems intimidating to them, because I have found so much joy over the past seven years now that we have, it's been seven years since our family moved from a very busy um, setting in northern Delaware to, which by the way, was where Bill and I grew up. It's all we ever knew. We were native to that area. It was kind of right outside of Philly, close to Wilmington, Delaware. Um, 
And all of a sudden we plopped our family in a very rural setting and it kind of threw us for a loop. (laughs) Um, It was very good in most ways, shocking in others, but it took us a little time. And I realized once we moved here to our little New England farm that there were so many things I was neglecting and I was really robbing myself of in my, what I call my previous life. (laughs) And I started to discover that yes, it was difficult learning these new skills, but it also brought me such satisfaction. And I started blogging about it. And now here I am recording these podcasts about it. And it makes me so excited because it's something I love talking about. So it may be hard for me to stay focused. I kind of actually wrote myself a couple little notes here to kind of keep me on track because I knew This is a topic I could just ramble on and on, and I really do want this to be focused and really helpful and useful. So today, I really want to just talk about this whole idea of simple doesn't mean easy. It was a couple years ago that this phrase just kept coming up in my mind, and as you can tell, you know, eventually I realized this needs to be the theme of a podcast that I start. Um, But just this idea that, like... Simple things are pretty much steadfast and and unchanging. Like no matter what, the simple way of doing something has been around for a really long time, right? But not many things are that way today. Like we don't often even want things to be that way, am I right? We want better and fancier and higher pixels and lower carbs and you know, we want everything upgraded and boosted and improved. And I think that if you asked anybody, do you want things like simple and old fashioned or do you want it modern? Now, granted, the people listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure 98% of you would raise your hand with, you definitely want simple and old fashioned, right? That's that's why you're here. <laughs> but I think if you ask the general population today, um, in fact, I don't have to say I think, I'm positive. Of course, everybody wants modern. I mean, old fashioned has a bad rap. Although I do think in the past year and a half, two years now, since the beginning of 2020 and all the... Um, I don't even know what word I want to use. There's so many words I could use to try and sum up 2020 in a few words. So I'm just going to leave it at that because you know what I mean. (laughs) It was a year of great uncertainty and a lot of people realizing, wait a minute, the way I thought things were working the best and the way I thought things would always be, it all can fall apart in the blink of an eye. You know, our food supply can just completely fall apart. Our our access to simple things like toilet paper can suddenly in a matter of a week be gone, right? <laughs> so I do think in the past couple of years, definitely a higher percentage of the general population would say, you know what? Some In some ways, simple and old fashioned probably is better. Um, and also I should interject here. Don't, don't get me wrong. I totally am all about new and high tech in some ways. I love my phone. I mean, (laughs) I can carry it around in my pocket and I can pull it out and in a matter of a second, take a fantastic picture with a fantastic camera and then stick it back in my pocket. And I can use the same instrument, you know, to text my daughter who is however many 2000 miles away and hear back from her instantly, you know, and I can call anybody, you know, with the same instrument. Of course, my point is, I mean, you guys know what a phone does, right? (laughs) My point is I love my phone. I'm sure all of us pretty much do, right? It's, it's, it's technology that it would be 
Certainly, we could live without it. And we certainly all know that in a lot of ways, our lives would be improved if we could live without our phones. I'm just saying, I don't want to sit here and act like, oh, I don't need anything modern. No, I, I love certain modern things. And I'd much rather, you know, if I'm making homemade butter, let's talk about, you know, the old fashioned true stuff like making butter or making bread. I would much rather be using my high powered KitchenAid than an old fashioned butter churn. Absolutely. I have no, I actually have no interest except for the history lesson. I, I would find it fascinating in that regard because I love history to make butter the old fashioned way, but on a regular basis, no, thank you. Um, and you know, making bread, um, I would much rather have a, a nice convectional oven and a really awesome stoneware dish than try and not have all those fancy new things. So, but I love my connections to the past. Like I'm addicted to really, really old antique things. And I kind of tend to surround myself with them in my really old, (laughs) antiquated New England farmhouse. Um, And the things that actually are a part of my personal history, those are the things that I really love. And I am so blessed to have so many of those pieces. I have my grandmother, my father's mother. I have a few of her pieces that I treasure, truly treasure, because I know the story behind them. I know the woman who owned them. And she she lived until, uh, was I about 10, I think, when my grandma passed away? So to have her old-fashioned sewing machine that she had when she first got married, and to have her old trunk that she used to house away the things that were really important to her, that she wanted no one else into, that she could lock away like that, is a really wonderful thing that I have. And I am so thankful. And that's just a couple. I could go on and on. That's not what this episode is about. But those really old things, even if they have very little or maybe no intrinsic value, you know, some of the things I have don't work anymore and they're not, it's not something I could get much money for. Maybe a few bucks, maybe 50 bucks, whatever. It's not an intrinsic value that it holds, but it reminds me of who I am, reminds me of my past. And some of them, like my um, other grandmother, my mother's mom's butter churn, not butter churn. No, I don't have a butter churn. Mold, her butter mold. Um, it, It reminds me that simple joys, like amazing, hand churned, hand molded from raw milk butter, it doesn't come easy requires hard work and that's okay because guys when it comes right down to it no matter how many amazingly convenient apps i have on my phone and no matter how large and powerful and top of the line my food processor is i am never going to be able to avoid hard work in life i'm not no matter what and you know what i really shouldn't want to because The hard work is what brings us the growth and the depth to our personalities. And I know this is going to sound cliche, but it's true. It makes us stronger, right? The hard work absolutely builds up our muscles, whether I'm talking very literally or figuratively. And eventually the hard work in some ways can kind of make you almost bulletproof. And (laughs) who doesn't want that, right? I mean... Okay, here's my theory. Why, if you asked anyone across the nation, 
Would you prefer something modern or something old-fashioned? Why a large percentage of them would say, well, modern for sure, is because there is no money to be made in simple. There's no money to be made in self-sufficient. There's no money to be made in a healthy, fit person who doesn't need medicine or a doctor. So they convince us, guys, that we need easy. They convince us that if we spend money on their inferior box cardboard food, our life is somehow improved. They convince us that if we spend money on you know, medical bills and medicine instead of what we need to heal our guts and instead of good food, then somehow our life will be easier and improved. But all we really need to be doing is healing our body ourselves, right? With the good food and, and doing the hard physical work to keep our body strong. That is so much better than spending money on the different pills and products that people want to sell us that somehow will make it easier. So I really think that's what it comes down to. Over the past, I don't know, five decades, marketers have one at a time taken over more and more areas of our life and convinced us, hand that over to me and, and fork out some money daily or monthly to my company and your life, it's going to be better. And we bought in hook, line, and sinker. Next episode, I'm going to talk some about my own parents, my own background, my personal history. And it's, it's a perfect classic example of this very thing that, sure, we bought into it. And sadly, in the process, they being all those marketers selling us X, Y, and Z, all those things, whether it's mac and cheese or, um, you know, I don't know, Tylenol, whatever, <laughs> whatever they're selling us. Um, we, we bought into it to the point that we no longer know how to make our own mac and cheese and how to heal our body's inflammation simply by what we drink and eat. Like we don't even know anymore. And it's so sad because they have robbed us of so much, not just the knowledge, but the real health, the real food, the good stuff. They've not only replaced it with cheap, quote unquote, convenience, but they've stripped us of our ability to go back unless we really, really work at it. And let's face it, we've spent five decades convincing ourselves we don't want to work, right? So it's hard. But I am here to tell you, it is absolutely doable. Even if it's in tiny baby steps, guys, it is so doable and it is so worth it. And suddenly seven years later down the road, you look back and you go, whoa, I am doing so many things I never even wanted to do, not alone thought I could do. And you're, you're on your way. And it wasn't that hard and it didn't take that long. So stick with me. I think you're going to enjoy this series. I really hope so, this season. I'm actually going to stop right here and interrupt this episode for just a second to tell you I'm really excited. This episode is sponsored by Raw Paws. I have been using their special functional dog treats for years. 
and Bixby absolutely loves them. He doesn't even know that they're actually medicinal for him and helping his bad hip improve because of the glycosamine in them and a few other ingredients. Um, So we'll talk more about that in a future episode that we're just gonna focus on actually food for our animals and what we can do to improve it. So I look forward to that episode. But I was so excited to have this opportunity to tell you about raw paws because I've actually been telling you guys about them for years over on my Instagram. And I have a page solelyrested.com slash dog that I share all kinds of things that I love for dog care, dog treats, dog training, um, things that Bixby has shown me over the years are really great products that I think every dog owner should have. It's all there at solelyrested.com slash dog. And a lot of those things are from this amazing company, Raw Paws. You will see the links and you will also see a coupon code there. If you use the coupon code RESTED15, you can get 15% off for a limited time, anything at all that you would like. So please go check out Raw Paws and tell them I sent you. Um, I'm actually going to pull out my copy I have here in my office of my book because as much as I sit here and talk on and on, and I could do that, I think, you know, when you have to sit down and write it for a printed page and you have folks telling you this needs to be your best and you really need to concise, be concise with your words, and it, it comes out a little better, I think, than me sitting here just chatting to my microphone. So I'm actually going to pull out Sweet Mabel and I'm going to read you. <laughs> I don't know if the microphone's going to pick that up. There's like a giant truck going by my office. Um, <clears throat> I am going to read you just a page, maybe it's two pages, out of the book that really I think are going to sum up what I really want to say about simple doesn't mean easy. Okay, well, I actually just stood up to look out the other window and realized it's not a giant truck going by, it's actually a giant lawnmower across the street. So hopefully the mic isn't going to pick that up too much and it won't be too distracting. Okay. Hard work and simple joys. I've often wondered if we need the solitude and the labor of an undertaking like sugar making. Now, more than ever. Previous generations had so many things that required them to work hard, I mean really hard, for simple joys. Just a brief look around my living room gives testament to this fact. My grandmother's wooden butter mold sits on my hearth. She would fill it with hand-churned butter for her children to spread on their homemade bread. Bill's grandmother's braided rug still cushions our feet. 80 years later, after she took each strip of wool by hand and, and braided it together. I think about the quiet, reflective time that all that churning and all that braiding required, and I realize I'm missing out. Today, our fast-paced society often denies us opportunities for solitude and sweat. Products and conveniences help us avoid both. But I think we miss out on so much by whizzing through each new day focused on the unimportant. For our family, backyard sugaring was part of a move away from suburbia to experience rural life. Sugaring offered our family a delicious reason to slow down to be quiet together in the woods, or to laugh together around the boiling sap, and to work hard, trudging through deep snow and carting buckets for the simple joy of it. 
In addition to harvesting our own sugar from the woods, we grow as many of our own vegetables and fruit as possible, of which Kayla, my high school senior, is a master at preserving. I help, but she ultimately manages our canning afternoons. We raise a little of our own meat and eggs, and Haley, my youngest, yet tallest, daughter, often organizes our butchering days. We have lots of butter and yogurt and ice cream when our cow scout is in milk, although there never seems to be enough ice cream when Jordan, my only one in college this year, is home. Of course, there isn't enough of anything, honestly, when college friends visit for the weekend. All of these things ebb and flow on a homestead. I often think how odd it is that while real food is indeed seasonal, our society, for the sake of convenience, insists on having all flavors available at all times. We insist on excess and no sweat. We insist on continual accessibility and no inconvenience. We insist on ease and no hard work. But hard work makes a taste more desirable. It's the out-of-season time that makes ripe, off-the-vine taste more appealing. It's the 11 months of unavailability that makes just-picked foods so delicious. It's the efforts, like those of my teens who are involved in preserving and processing our food, that make us appreciate our food and genuinely think about our choices. Sadly, we're out of sync with the seasonal nature of food, and we no longer even remember that effort should be required. The result? We've forgotten. We've forgotten that food, real food, is wonderful. So with that, that is where I'm going to end this episode, guys. But I'm so excited that this is just the beginning of this season. I really hope you join me. Please follow on whatever your favorite podcast player is so that when I have posted a new um, a new episode, you will know. And if you could take just a second to go over to iTunes, I would be so excited if I could see your thoughts, your thoughts on the podcast in general, this episode specifically, maybe even details of what you'd like to see coming. But if you could leave me a review over on iTunes, <laughs> iTunes is what I'm trying to say. Um, I would greatly appreciate it because stuff like that, guys, makes my day to know that in some tiny little way, my little efforts, as lame as they might be, are making a difference in your day today. So that's it. I hope that everything is fantastic in your neck of the woods. I'm actually going to stop right here and interrupt this episode for just a second to tell you I'm really excited. This episode is sponsored by Raw Paws. I have been using their special functional dog treats for years and Bixby absolutely loves them. He doesn't even know that they're actually medicinal for him and helping his bad hip improve because of the glycosamine in them and a few other ingredients. Um, so we'll talk more about that in a future episode that we're just going to focus on actually food for our animals and what we can do to improve it. So I look forward to that episode, but I was so excited to have this opportunity to tell you about raw paws because I've actually been telling you guys about them for years over on my Instagram. And I have a page solelyrested.com slash dog that I share 
all kinds of things that I love for dog care, dog treats, dog training. Um, things that Bixby has shown me over the years are really great products that I think every dog owner should have. It's all there at solelyrested.com slash dog. And a lot of those things are from this amazing company, Raw Paws. You will see the links and you will also see a coupon code there. If you use the coupon code RESTED15, you can get 15% off for a limited time anything at all that you would like. So please go check out Raw Paws and tell them I sent you.